You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey everyone, welcome to episode 13 of That's Awesome Podcast. I'm Joe, I'm here with Josh. Josh, what's up? Hi. Hey man, um, how's everything going? It's pretty good still. Yeah. How about it, you? Uh, good. It's. Uh, I feel like we like just did last week's episode. Like this week went by really fast and kind of snuck up on yeah. me. Um but I'm excited about it. This this interview. Um, I'll well, I'll just say it now. Uh, the guest this week is um, friend of mine named Andres. Some of you may not have heard of him. He's kind of up and coming. I think he is incredibly talented. One of the more entertaining live acts I've ever seen. Um, really funny uh, and really kind of like unique and charming. So I'm a big fan. Um, all three of the songs playing obviously are Andres. If you like what you hear, definitely go check him out. We're also um, doing a giveaway of one of his CDs as well, and um, we'll kind of get into more of that. Actually, let's just go into it right now. Um, we launched a new subscription-based service kind of for our podcast. Um, we've taken down our donation link. I'm making that inactive and kind of funneling everything through this now. Uh, more just in the spirit of, you know, if I'm going to be asking for people's money, I want to make sure it's worth it uh, for you guys. Um, so with that, Josh, why don't you kind of explain what we're doing with uh, our subscription stuff and let people know where they can sign up and all that stuff. Yeah, so there's just a small fee and then you get put into this group chat with, um, you know, Joe, myself and um, the other members, um, and we'll be having guests, uh, past and future people, I guess, on, uh, to do like AMAs and, uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and some live stream stuff. 
which we're still uh, giveaways. working on. Everyone that's yes. that's in, in our, our uh, community so far has been watching us struggle learning how to use it. So, uh, And also, they've been very helpful. So thank you, everyone, that's already in there. Um, but where can people kind of find more about it? Is it throne.live? I think right? so. Yeah, we have so- the link in our bio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there's an Instagram story highlight kind of explaining what it is and all the, all the stuff about it. Yeah. So basically here's, here's what I'll say about like the first couple weeks of this. Obviously, uh, we're, we want to grow it. We want to create more of a community. Um, Throne is the website slash app you can visit to sign up for it and all that stuff. You can also message us if you have any questions about it. Um, but really, like, we want to create a space where people that are interested in talking about what we're doing with the podcast or current events with the podcast or just stuff in general, um, it's a great, like, kind of forum to do that. Um, we've already had, like, a pretty decent amount of fun with it. Like, we had um, Alex, uh, Ice Nine's lighting technician, is in there sharing some behind-the-scenes photos and stuff like that. I've been sharing a little bit of stuff that I've been doing this week, like sharing some pictures from a hike that Donovan and I went on. We've had some dad joke contests in there. Um, But right now, since we're launching it, we are doing a bunch of giveaways for everyone that joins within the first two weeks. Currently, right now, um, our first giveaway is actually a piece of Ice Nine uh, memorabilia that I'm putting up. It's something that I think it's pretty cool. It's It's not a shirt that's ever been sold it's a crew shirt so it's basically what we have worn or our crew has worn while we're on tour like setting up the stage or running sound and all that stuff um there there's two of them you can pick which one the pictures are up online there's like some disney stuff on one of them there's a very deep inside ice nine kills joke on the back of the other one that i don't know how many people will get but um if you do get it, I would imagine you pick that one just because of the lore behind that joke. <laughs> uh, it's very stupid, but I think it's very funny. So yeah, um, it's seven bucks a month right now. Um, and also with that, like you know, because it's a community and we, we want to talk to you guys about stuff, let us know either right in Throne if you've already joined or through direct message or Twitter or anything like that, like what you want to see from it what you would get out of it and what would make it worth it for you to pay that money and and, and all that stuff i think we've got some really cool stuff planned stuff that i can't a hundred percent talk about yet just because it's not totally confirmed um within throne but um we've already had a bunch of people agree to do some pretty cool stuff on it right now we're just kind of waiting for it to pick up a little more steam before we fully go for it so i think it's I think it's a really cool idea. Josh, thank you for finding it. This is all you. So thank you. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and in, in talking with everyone. So yeah, pumped. Anything I missed on that? Cool. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk about, I want to, uh, I feel like I used to give these updates on my personal life and stuff. And I haven't been doing that, but I'll tell you what I've been doing this morning or stuff that's been on my mind. Um, right now, I'm making as many origami paper cranes as I possibly can um, <laughs> f- 
for um, my sister, Allison, actually got engaged like a month ago, um, which is really exciting. It's the first of my family, first one of my siblings to get engaged to um, her boyfriend, Mike, which is really exciting for me as well. Mike's a great dude. So we are... Everyone uh, is making a shitload of paper cranes out of origami to use at the wedding, which is like in a week and a half. So it's been like super short notice. They're doing like a very um, socially distanced quarantine wedding in Boston um, where I think there's only like 10 people allowed in the wedding. And then, like, later on down the road, when things chill out, they'll have, like, a party or something like that. So I actually think it's a great idea because rather than, like, leave everything up in the air not knowing when they're going to be able to, it's just, like, just do it. Get it over with. It removes so much stress. And then, you know, have a party when it's cool. I think it's great. Um, So that's what I've been doing. I'm going to try to make as many as I can. And i got to send them out soon. Um... But I'm also like kind of stressing out about flying to Boston from L.A. right now. Do you think that's weird? Like I I heard that like it's actually not that unsafe to fly or go to the airport. Like they haven't had many, you know, contact transmissions there, I guess. But um, they're making it really scary because they have these forms and like Mass has these – Um, travel forms that are like if you don't quarantine you have to you can get fined like 500 bucks a day and you have to get tested within three days of flying and which i think is great but it makes me like anxious about it (laughs) you know what i mean yeah dude i'm already anxious about flying because it's like there's only so much air in the tube you know i know right and and not only that these these airlines some of them are just filling the plane right so we went through and made sure there, – from what I understand, and I don't know if this has changed, there's only a couple, two or three airlines left that are, make, that are not booking the middle seat. And I think it's – as far as I know, it's Delta and JetBlue. Those are the only two. So we made sure to, to get tickets on one of those airlines. You know, we just want – I just want to be as safe as possible because it's not like I'm flying to go hang out with – like my friends or anything it's i'm going to see my family which makes me a little more anxious because you know my parents are at more at risk than most people or not most people but you know my friend group who's in their 20s and 30s and not in their 50s and 60s so (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know so i'm a little anxious about it but i'm trying to like focus on other things I've had like a crazy busy last two weeks where like even, I don't know, I feel bad because I haven't even been able to really hang out with Jess or anything just because I've been absolutely completely swamped. And Josh, you too, like we've been trying to schedule like a lesson for like songwriting shit and I'm just like drowning in work right now. So I apologize. Um, But we'll get back on track eventually. It's it's because I took that week vacation. I'm just drowning. You know? Um, Anything you've been doing? Um, not much. I uh, I went and spent like two days recording drums for a song 
and mixing them and everything. Nice. It sounds pretty great. So, Sweet. Yeah, that was Is fun. it for, what's it for? Like a, a just a solo thing or for a band? Uh, a band. Me and my friend uh, Wilson from Mississippi are in a band. Damn. It's like, yeah, metal stuff. That's so. sick. Well, we'll yeah, have to he, feature uh, it. He, oh, yeah, we'll for, see. For sure. <laughs> if, if you think but, it's good yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the goal is to release it by the end of the year. So. Sweet, man. Well, that'll be exciting. Yeah. We started when uh, he came up to Chicago to see Fit for a King with me in March. When we started recording. So. Are you? Um, do you have a name? Uh, yeah, we're called Panic Button. Got it. Sweet, <laughs> Panic Button. Stay tuned. It's gonna be sick. All right, cool. Um, anything that I'm missing here? No, I think we're good for housekeeping stuff. Uh, again, make sure you rate, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. Talk to us. We miss you, ta- you. You people used to talk to us more, <laughs> and I know you're still there because our numbers are still growing. But you're not talking to us as much, so talk to me. We want to hear from you. Um, tell us who you want on here, all that stuff. Uh, what you want us to do? Anything that we can do, you know. Even before we get to the interviews and stuff, I would love to have some like recurring segments and stuff like that that we're doing. Um, so yeah, we're all ears right now. We're still growing. Episode thirteen. We'll, we'll have it fully, I promise, we'll have it fully ironed out by episode 150. <laughs> Does that seem fair? <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right, let's just send it over to Andres. Again, I'm really excited about Andres. I think uh, this dude has such a huge future, so get on board. Um, if you like what you hear, remember we are going to give away some of his merch in our Throne app. Again, it's throne.live, or you can download the Throne app on iOS or Android. Um, let us know if you have questions about anything, and we will see you in there. Let's get it over to Andres. I got a bottle of and at my crib. Maybe you come and we hash out the things that we said. I think there's not a better time. We've been quarantined for some time. And it's got me thinking if the world's gonna end. Cause lately I'm dreaming about you and we're more than friends. They range from us dancing real close to you catching me with them. I just wanna cuddle That's just the way the cookie crumbles Oh, there we go. That's perfect. Good. That's actually, yeah. Okay, cool. We're recording. Okay. So we're in it. Cool. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're in it. Okay, so we spent the last, like, four or five hours together now. Yep. But it's, like, the first time we've actually hung out. Yeah. Okay. Do (laughs) Do you like me? Uh, <laughs> do I have to answer this on this podcast? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I love you. I like you too, man. Yeah, we have fun together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So I've been actually looking forward to having you on for a long time because uh, apparently we're supposed to be really good friends because everyone says we'd get along great. Really? Yeah. You know, that makes a lot of sense because so far we have. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think we're just like the same genre. Yeah. Of, of like the same genre of a person. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, because not like musically necessarily, because clearly we're like finding success in very different. No, no, paths, no, no. I but... mean like as far like as far I always describe people as like no genres, same kind like, of outlooks on shit. Yeah, like what? we're we're like uh, the dude in the room that's like having too much fun and maybe pissing a couple people off with the fun dude. With... That's so accurate. <laughs> yeah, my band tells me that all the time. Yeah, because I have the, I actually told. Donnie this the other day I was like dude do not <laughs> like if you and someone else are gonna be like in a weird mood around me like I can't handle that shit like I will force you all to have a good time yeah like yeah. a half hit it just has to be good totally yeah no, totally. <laughs> well I, good yeah yeah when you told me it like just I don't know we just seem like we have the same energy we do yeah. I think um but we have met a couple times before yep first time was uh, you were on tour at Tillian. Yep. Who else was that? It was Tillian, Royal Coda. Royal Coda, Coda and... Was me. there someone else? Was I the Mighty on that? No. Uh, this band called Sunsleep. Sunsleep. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, I met you at like a sports bar. Yeah. <laughs> with Thomas, Eric, and like some of the other guys in my band. Right. And uh, Thomas had stayed at my place the night before. Yeah. And I, I like kind of recognized you. I was like, you look familiar. And then I remember that like, I was a big fan of your band in high school. I didn't know that. Yeah. You, you knew that at that show? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Thomas was making fun of me too. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah. Like you're a big fan of his band, huh coach? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second time was just more recently at. 1720 yeah when you were playing with fall troy yeah and then uh the nova charisma shows right i thought we were gonna hang out more but like, i know i felt like we were too dude yeah those those shows kind of just like came and went because like was it like crazy for you yeah with you played tickets anaheim and no i just did chicago and chicago yeah so you only had to do you didn't have back-to-backs yeah our shit was fucked yeah that whole trip because it was like play a show go to the airport uh-huh. or go to the, ho- no, it was play a show, get to the hotel. And Donnie had booked all the flights for like 5 a.m. Yeah. Be like, oh no, that way we'll have time exactly. to hang out before. It was like, we didn't. Yeah. We would go like but hotel, that kind of, airport, show. We never even like slept. That was kind of my vibe too. It was like, I showed up and like a friend would pick me up and then we'd have to go to the venue and then I'd have to set up and then you guys were all busy. Yeah. And then like, it was like, once the show was over, there wasn't like any hanging out. It's no. Like, all right, we need to go find a place to, we need to go find some time to sleep because we have like, you know, it's wake up. But we early. never did. Like yeah. we would go back and we'd stay up. I, one night we talked. I don't know what the topic was about, but the only thing I remember was like three in the morning and we were all like way overtired <laughs> and Sergio was trying to convince me or something that there was a possibility of like a chair just flying across the room for no reason or something <laughs> oh i don't remember exactly what the conversation was but yeah. it was very it was like a joe rogan podcast it was yeah <laughs> it was just like pontificating for no reason yeah <laughs> it's good yeah. um but i want to learn more about like your roots with music and for shit sure. and i've done that a little bit today totally yeah but um we i don't really, we should have just been uh i know recording sh- all day long yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i don't know like when you started with music or all that shit 
Yeah. So um, I kind of told you a little bit earlier that like I play like the bass and orchestra jazz band. I yeah. actually started playing the violin in orchestra. Okay. And I was like, dude, eight we didn't years have old. that when I was in my school. Yeah. I mean, we had band, but there was it was just like there was no violins. Yeah, you know that's that's interesting because I think when you watch like shows or like cartoons, it's usually just the school has like a band. Yeah, like a like it's a, like a marching band, like a marching band. Yeah, yeah. Like but my school, yeah, we had orchestra. That's sick. Uh, like orchestra started, you could join it in fourth grade, I think. Wow. But I had already been taking private lessons uh, when I was like in second grade. Uh-huh. So I joined when I got, when I was like in third grade, and I was like the younger kid, you yeah. know, like who who already knew wow. how to play violin, and yeah. I was like first chair. And Are then, you serious? Yeah. Oh, and then uh, by the time I think I was like in sixth grade, this other younger kid came in and he like he was, was better. way better than me. <laughs> so that's when I switched to the bass. Got it. I was like, wait, I'm not going to be first chair anymore. All right. I'm going to play something else. So you, you were know? playing upright in, yeah, in so orchestra. I, I played upright in orchestra. And um, also around like fifth or sixth grade, that's when I started like, you know, loving like rock music. Mm-hmm. So... My mom actually made me, um, she didn't want to support it at first or she was weary. Yeah. She was, she was weary of it at first. Really? She, she was just I didn't like, think that was a thing anymore. Well, I mean, cause my, my parents are, you know, Latino and uh-huh. they listen to mostly like, you know, Latino music, sure, sure. Or, but like they saw me being an orchestra and jazz band. They saw that as like educational. Yeah. Like, Oh, this is going to help them get into a good college kind of thing. And uh, my brother, who's like nine years older than me, he listened to like heavy like metal because he's okay. like working out and buff, buff dude <laughs> and shit, you know. Uh, so my parents are kind of like they're kind of like, whoa, like our other son's pretty hardcore. <laughs> we don't want our, our like little violin boy to turn out like that. That's so funny. <laughs> and then I turn out worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Playing shows at number twelve. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but. Once my parents saw that I was like really into guitar, yeah. you know, they they were letting me have band practice at how like I'm at home. When, when I was, did you start like playing in like a, a band? Like you probably band. when I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, that's I started like inviting my I friends did. over and like who barely played their right. instruments. And it was funny because I'd always be like in charge. I'd just like tell I'd try to tell my friends like what to do, like uh-huh. how to like how we should play. Yeah, because I was like the one who actually like played an orchestra and jazz band. And these are just some bozos who picked up. Right. Not that my friends are bozos. Like no, we're, we're all mean, bozos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, they just like picked up and we're learning how to play Blink-182 songs. And did stuff. you did you have a name? Uh, yeah. The first. OK, this actually wasn't an actual band. No, neither was mine. <laughs> but yeah. I have a name for it. I think we were called Apartment 39, but only because Is that where someone lived. No, 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 no. Because uh, it was Andres, Patrick and Todd. So A.P.T. OK. And then we just chose a number because we all love <laughs> we love Blink One Eighty Two. Names together, or added yeah. your ages together. Or no, maybe we did. Uh, we were just like obsessed with the idea of having a number in the band. Uh, <laughs> I we, think we did a similar. <clears throat> oh no, we toyed with the idea of naming it after like the highway near us or something. Oh, okay. Which actually, my old bands. The rest of the guys in in the Venetia Fair, their first band was named Sixteen East, which was oh, like a cool. highway. Yeah, it but works out for a lot of. I bands. know we ended. We called ourselves Spit, Spit, and then that turned into Nothing in Return. That's cool. Which then turned into Voluptuous Ant Farm. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, instead of Alien Ant Farm, mm-hmm. we played one show 
for my guitar player's birthday in his basement and uh, told no one it was a show. Yeah. So they came to party and then we played in the basement to just ourselves. Nice. It's great. <laughs> that uh I like the first like real band was a band I started called Terra Live. Okay. And we played in my backyard. Yeah. And just like invited all my friends. Yep. And uh, my friends were like moshing and like they were just like I don't know they were just being rowdy and then like the cops got called because we were oh, playing really? in the backyard yeah in this like suburban neighborhood that's uh, great they were like my neighbors were always already they were already pissed at me for you Plenty. know being loud I got every lucky. every weekend but they were just like usually we're okay with it because you know we're happy that like you and your friends are off the streets and you're doing something positive but like today you guys are just too loud you're in the backyard it's just we can't deal that's with that's understandable it. yeah and I was like <laughs> alright fair enough my neighbors were in a wedding cover band. Oh, wow. So they never, we used to practice in the garage with the garage door open. Oh, yeah. so it was just a musical neighborhood. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. But it was the suburbs. Too. Yeah. We just got lucky. Yeah. The know? suburbs in Boston? Uh, yeah, outside of Boston. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, nice. So then what? You you had your little band. Yeah. Terra Live, I just kind of ran with it throughout high school. Okay. And then. How even, long were you in it? Um, I started it when I was like. 14 okay and then i officially stopped using that name when i was like 21 or 22 so, it was so a while. I, I actually like ended up touring oh like, you did booking my own tours and what kind of band uh like what kind of music yeah um it was like very influenced by um i don't know it's pretty similar to what i do now okay i guess just with more like yelling and screaming got it yeah, yeah. i'd say that you were angstier yeah and like some point in high school, I really wanted to be like Vic Fuentes and sing like all like high pitch. Got it. So then I started doing that and uh -huh. it kind of made my music like worse because <laughs> I wasn't good at it. And uh, then I kind of took a step back and I was like, you know what? Why am I trying to sing so high if I can sing really low and it's right. fine, you know? Yeah. So then I kind of took a while from like touring and all that. And then I, that's like around the time that I met Alan. And How did you meet Alan? I met Al so I Alan by the way he produced your stuff. Right? Yeah, he produces uh engineers records me. Yeah, and he's the drummer for Vs. And he's a drummer for Vs. And touring drummer for Hail the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> writes his own music. Yeah, like, he's pretty nuts. Yeah, he's he's also like a similar genre of like me and you as I, a person. Yeah, I you know, know what he, I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's like, very eclectic. He's eclectic and he also likes to have a lot of fun and like be yeah. silly. Um so Right out of high school, I had met this band from Orange County called Welcome to Limerick. We just I just like met them on the internet, and that ended up being Danny, Skyler, and Anthony, oh, the guys cool. who I mainly yeah. like fuck with now. And um, I met them, and we used to like tour together, like just like hey, like you book a show in Orange County, I'll book a show in Bakersfield, uh -huh. and then we kind of just like built off of that. And uh, that's they knew Alan. They used to play shows with Alan's band. And one day Anthony like showed me Alan's band and I was like, dang, like they're really good. The drummer's really good. And I wanted to like to, I wanted to like work on a new project or a new like EP for Terra Live mm -hmm. um, that didn't involve the drummer that I had for like the last few years at the time. I always had like interchanging members. So it was always just like, okay, who's going to be serious about this? Right, right. All right. They're not like out. And then it got to a point where it was just me. 
I was like, okay, I'll just do like a Panic at the Disco thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just me. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, okay, who can I play drums? And then I was like, well, Anthony just showed me that dude, Alan, who's like really good at drums. So I hit Alan up initially just to be the drummer. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up like telling me that he was like a producer and stuff. And I was like, really, I didn't really understand that at the time. I didn't understand of like somebody being a producer. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're just going to go to the studio and record some songs right. together. You know, yeah. they're not going to be like produced or anything. Yeah. And uh, so like I, I booked the studio and then just as I was there and I was like listening to him and realizing like how much he knew about everything. And then I thought that like the, the I thought that EP was going to be done once we were done at the studio. And then he was like, no, we got to get it mixed. Right. And I was like, doesn't it sound OK already? You know, that was the shit that I was on back then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, doesn't it sound fine? Oh, I was I was like that, too, for a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. you kind of just learn these things like as the older you get, yeah. There's like, the no more... like notebook for this. There isn't. Yeah. I thought I in my head we were just go to the studio, record the songs, and then it's done. It also like now it's changing so fast that like if you write a book on how to record your own band and all that shit like two years ago, yeah, you'd it'd be, be out of date. Yeah. Um. So Alan was just kind of helping me through that whole process, and uh, he explained to me how like we needed to get it mixed and all this stuff and. And, and he also was like, dude, like we've spent a lot of time on these songs, you know, like you should really like save your money and get it mixed by somebody really good, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like that's more money. So, uh, I, and I was like paying everything myself. I worked at a movie theater uh-huh. and so it took me a long time. Uh, and I, I ended up hiring Casey Bates to, yeah, yeah, nice. to, to mix it and master it. And then Casey, he was kind of like, Hey, like. I like your music, you know, where, where are you trying to go with this? And I was like, Oh, I'm trying to, you know, make this my career. And he was like, I think I can help you out a little bit, you know? So he was like, kind of gave me some pointers. And he was like, I also think you should rebrand, you know, like this Terra live name you have. When I search on Google, there's like pictures of you as a kid. And that I don't, he's like, I don't think that's like a good look. You know, I think you should rebrand, especially now that you have like a more polished sound. Right. So I just decided to rebrand like as a, a solo artist, yeah. you know, and um, I was like, oh, okay, if Drake can do it, Miguel can do it, right. you know, Kaylani. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll try it, you know? Yep. So I'll just go by my name and then basically kept the same team around, uh, Alan, Anthony. Anthony, like, helps out with, like, guitar tones. And, got it. Like, he's got all the pedals and stuff. Sure, sure. He's a guitar nerd. He's Yeah, he's the guitar tech, you yeah. know? Those guys are, like... They just they're their own breed. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony and Alan like work really well together. You know, it's like where I can write a song and then they can make it sound like sonically. Right. Good. Yeah. And then Casey is always mixed on my. Song. So he's done everything for you. Yeah, he's done everything. Nice. And the first album, he actually um, he was trying to help me get signed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think we should take this part out. We should take this part out and stuff. So he ended up like cutting a lot of parts. So out he kind of kinda produced some of it too. He did, yeah. And I, I didn't really mind at the time. I was like, okay, I can live with that. Yeah. And then uh, he was like, I think this is a strong record. Like, let's try to get you signed. And then couldn't get signed. Yeah. No one like really liked it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna release it myself. Yeah. And then um, the next song I did was a song called Self Aware, mm-hmm. and. I'll, some of, I just kind of like completely didn't listen to Casey on this one. I was just like, I'm gonna rap more. Like we're gonna have all this. Like we're gonna we're gonna make it like a super fun song. Because Casey was kind of telling me like, oh, if you want to get signed, like you should probably not do so much rapping. Oh, you I know think stuff that's like so that. Crucial to your sound now. I know. So I uh, the the rapping was like in a very bare minimum on the first album, and also just kind of like what it, made you want to do that. 
I was always I always liked to rap. Okay. Like even when I was like younger. See, I never had the urge to rap until like very recently, and I uh-huh. still haven't done it because yeah, I, I'm like for some reason I'm embarrassed to do it. Totally, totally. Because you kind of have to like ham it up. Yeah, and and the thing about rap, like I wouldn't consider myself a rapper, but I just think I but have you can rapping rap. moments in yeah. my songs. Yeah. And I just think, like, when I was, like, 14, I was writing, like, raps in my songs kind of thing. Yeah. And my friends thought it was weird that it was kind of like a... But then I remember Dance Gavin Dance had, like, rapping moments in their songs. And I was like, see? Like, you know, like, it's possible. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Um, it works. Yeah. So I and I totally get what KC was coming from. He was coming from, for like, a you know, more of a right. commercial. He, wanted, he was trying to get you signed. Yeah. He I wanted me to sound more commercial. And, but it's uh, like we were talking about before. Like I always felt like the bands that lasted, maybe, uh, maybe even like, maybe there's a bunch of bands that have hits, but yeah. the bands that last are the ones that are different. Totally, yeah. yeah. And we were just talking about how, you know, their bands could be like extremely commercial for a few years and then fall like off the face of the planet, right? And not sell tickets anymore. Yeah. And the bands that like are we'll spare the everyone listening all the bands we were talking about yeah yeah <laughs> yeah not that they would ever know who that no was. they would never listen to this but um yeah the bands that really like you know have longevity are the bands that like stay true to their own sound right and after i came out with this song self-aware it had like a bunch of rapping my lyrics were a little bit more inappropriate than usual and that was like my biggest song at the time. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. I don't have to like listen to like what's like the idea of being commercial. I can just be myself right, right, kind right. of thing. And as long as it has like that polished sound, it'll like cut across. That song is so catchy. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Um, so I guess the more time goes on, I'm just going to continue to like experiment and be like more. Um, Go with the flow. Yeah. Just untethered. What led you to do the um, <laughs> the superhero thing? Oh, um, I I had a manager at the time, and he suggested it. I think it's great. Yeah, and I I, I loved the idea. I'm like upset that I didn't come up with it myself. Like, every <laughs> time somebody asks me this, I have to say I had a manager at the time. It's, it's so good. Did. Yeah, I I think it's still like one of the funniest things. It's I've done. the best album cover ever. I think I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I try to top it with my last one. It's still pretty good, but yeah. that first one is like yeah, that's like one that like thirty years from now, like people have a poster of. Totally, you know what I mean? It's the, like the Elvis Presley album cover. The only thing that I feel bad about is that I realized that I copied like a few other bands. Oh, you did after the fact that it was released because people started telling me like, oh, did you do that because of the Rage Against the Machine album? Oh my god, I didn't even realize. That. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize yeah and then also so i had a the the costume idea came from like a friend of mine i I asked her to draw me as a superhero Uh uh-huh i was like can you just draw me as a superhero and then i'll try to recreate that costume in real life and she drew me like that costume is what she drew me in and then i realized later that it looks a lot like an aquabats costume because it's like blue with the a Right. At least my A is yellow. But. Yeah. I never thought, I know both of those, and I didn't think of them until you said it. Cool. So there you go. Yeah. I, I literally like wasn't thinking about them until yeah. later. But I, I do like that cover a lot. I think it's great. It's funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And your smile is so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, too, because uh, I filmed a video for a song on that album, like maybe... I wanted to ask about the videos too. Yeah, maybe like a year later or something. Mm-hmm. And um, no, it wasn't a year later. I'm exaggerating. It was a few months later. 
but like the video starts off with like the album cover, like, but with a camera, um, going kind of like zooming out Mm -hmm. and just kind of like trying to compare it to the album cover. I loved that video. And it's funny because I just look like a little bit chunkier in that video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then so it just looks like I gained like so much weight from like the actual album cover and I, I don't know it kind of I kind of felt like uh like Duff Man or, <laughs> or like know. I was like future yeah, rock like uh, being a little critical yeah <laughs> I just kind of felt like whoa like putting these like two videos like side by side is probably like really funny it's good yeah so did you write all the videos and shit yeah all those videos are my ideas they're so good I always just try to be like as fun and ridiculous as possible, but like trying to make it come to life is always hard because I yeah. have to pay for everything. You know, I don't have any, I mean, dude, there's something so charming about like, you can tell that it's like not a super big budget Yeah, not and at it's all. like, you know, things could look better, Yeah, but it's better that they don't. Totally. That's how I feel. I also it. feel that way too. Yeah, yeah. Like it's charming and it's, it's like, okay, go. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, they're the perfect Some example. Some bands like really, like they really thrive off of having videos like that. I love it. I, yeah, I, I would definitely like maybe a little bit of bigger budget, like in the future, but I definitely, yeah. I'm really comfortable having a smaller budget and just figuring out something that'll work. Sure. Yeah. My, my main thing is um, I always like my first the first thing I try to think of for a video is like, what's a cool location? And as far as locations go, I always like think about my hometown Bakersfield mm-hmm. because renting places out there is super cheap. That's it's not like uh, L.A. Yeah. You know, you're just like in a small town. Right. Like we did a video in the, like in this bookstore uh-huh. and yep. I just asked this lady, I was like, hey, can I film in your bookstore? Was that the um, zombie? zombie video? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, no one had ever asked her to do that before, but I offered to like pay her and she was like, sure. Um, yeah. Like, sure. Like, that's was, great. She's like 50 bucks. Cool. And I was like, 50 bucks. Yeah. Sounds awesome. <laughs> you know, that's great. But you ask somebody in LA to, to film at their bookstore and it's like thousands of dollars because right. they get it. They know what's going on. They're like, Oh, you're filming for something. I don't remember who it was, but I just watched a music video and it was someone like famous. Uh huh. But the beginning of the video was them walking around this like crazy rich neighborhood like Beverly Hills. Oh, I think it was Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky, yeah, yeah, where he goes around asking them. I love that video. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, can we use your house? Yeah. That guy has a, a similar kind of vibe to him where it's like he's yeah. just like a dude trying to make it happen. Absolutely. Also, his show, Dave, it's incredible. It's I so loved good. that show. Honestly, it made me a fan of him as a rapper. Yeah. Like, I didn't I, – I appreciated him before, but yeah. I never was like – I didn't think he was – really that great until uh-huh. I, 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 I love Lil Dicky like he's, he's great he's so funny he's hilarious yeah he's, he's so, so good and he's so he's so smart he's like, so clever and witty I remember yeah. Alan actually showed me Pillow uh, Pillow, pillow Talk, talk yeah. like a long time ago and I thought it was the greatest thing I ever it's heard so funny and I made all my friends like every single day listen to that song yeah like eight minutes yeah you know? it's, I just showed it to my roommate Dan <laughs> yeah like, on the roof the other day it's so funny it's so like anyone would love that song it's it, so clever yeah it's also <laughs> the dumbest thing ever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because he's like when yeah, he says the pillow brain's talk a with a bitch yeah yeah and then it just goes off in this huge tangent so stupid but then the show that's why the show is so good because you get to see how he comes up with right. these, like, silly ideas and then they it's just not take as off. funny once you learn his thing like I, I, mean, I should say it's like it's funny in a different way totally right it's not funny as like look at he said poop it's more yeah like, it's funny because of how witty it is absolutely yeah, yeah. he's great yeah it's good i would say little dicky is 
definitely someone I, I've been listening to a lot recently. Yeah. Cool. So what's next? Uh, well, I don't feel as, um, I used to feel like very pressured to have like a schedule, mm-hmm. like release one album every year. And mm-hmm. that's what I did for the last three years. But this year I don't really feel that pressure so much. Yeah. Uh, I really just want to make a really good album mm-hmm. and release it kind of like whenever it's done. It's a good year not to feel pressure for it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause what's the point of releasing a new album if you can't tour off? Of right. It? And I think touring is like so important. Yeah. Like, and who knows when that's going to happen. Exactly. Right. I have no idea when it's going to happen. Yeah. So no pressure, but obviously I'm working on a new album. Right. I have like maybe like eight or nine songs written and mm-hmm. maybe we're going to come up with some more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, so. we wrote a pretty dope song today. I think so. <laughs> so I'm pretty stoked on it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Should be sweet. Yeah. I'm very stoked on it. Yeah. Well, and uh, definitely more music videos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I was wondering if you were going to do like any of that during the time off. Definitely. Yeah. I want to start doing them sometime this fall. You should. But I'm just really, uh, I had to pay my taxes recently. Well, couldn't you do like, were you, I, I was, I was actually hoping, and I wish that more artists were doing this still. Like, I loved the whole quarantine video shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people doing, like, the stuck-at-home videos. Totally. I definitely, I have an idea for um, one of the songs I showed you earlier, like, Mm -hmm. the music video. And uh, it's definitely going to be, like, a quarantine kind of thing. Sick. Like, I wanted to, like, dress up. I don't know if I should. No, you don't have to go into it. It's fine. It's going to be, like, a whole piece on like that those few months yeah you know? that's great it's like i want it to be like super fun and silly good i have Into yeah it. i have some other ideas but i definitely want to start making videos again i miss that yeah dude you're like a pretty creative guy yeah you're doing a lot of different stuff yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well cool man well look i uh, we we always end every interview okay um and this can be about whoever you want or yourself or whatever but we always end with a couple tour stories okay okay cool so <laughs> bring me some good stuff okay like not like you would answer for any other publication gotcha like, give me the, the juicy <laughs> stuff it, All right. and it doesn't have to be about you even like okay. as long as the person you're going to talk about is going to be okay with it oh man like donnie told a story about eric drinking pee twice in one day by oh, accident oh that's right you know stuff like that gnarly shit okay <laughs> it um, doesn't have to be gnarly. <laughs> it's gotta be gnarly <laughs> That's a great story. Okay, me and my guys, man, we are the biggest goons on tour. So I'm going to have to rack my brain a little bit. Um, you guys seem like you have a lot of fun. We Like, we do. Yeah. Like, we when we go on tour, we're not thinking, like, oh, like, we're going to... Best behavior or business time. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's I know how like some people are when they're when, when they go on tour, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, all right, like, we, we got to make this amount of money every night. We got to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's because my guys are like hired. I mean, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, so I obviously like have dreams and ambitions, sure. and I know that like, okay, I wanna. I always like sell my own merch and stuff. Right, right. I'm always at the merch table. I want to yeah. make sure that like I get the most out of the show. But on top of that, like, I want to have like the most fun, and like that's kind of like the vibe with my with my friends. Right. So we get real goony. Uh, especially because we get bored, you know, like if we get to the venue early, we'll get real goony. And when we're on tour, we, uh, we actually go to the gym every day. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So we wait. So we, uh, tried that once. Didn't last more than like a week. Dude, we do it every tour. We, uh, we wake up early. Uh, we start driving. We go to the, we go like, this is like our, this is like our, like our schedule, I guess you'd say. Uh huh. 
uh, we wake up, you know, at a fair time. We start driving towards whatever city we got to go to. And then we kind of figure out, like, okay, we have this window of time. Mm-hmm. We also, we mob in a minivan. We don't have like... Oh, mobile. really? Yeah. Holy shit. And <laughs> I, I do that because, dude, it's the most cost efficient I, thing. Dude, I, uh, I love all of that. I swear it's to so God, good. it's the You're most like cost... inspiring. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Like, I, I look at bands that they have the whole van and trailer thing, and I'm like, I get it, but listen, there's another way to do it. Yeah. So I get like, I'll get like uh, a shipment of merch like throughout... I'll get like yeah, different shipments ships. of merch throughout the tour. We'll like borrow stuff from the other bands. Mm-hmm. My drummer, he puts. Wait, so do you not have a trailer or anything? No. So you just roll in just a minivan. Just a minivan, and we all have What's small the, amps. Tell me what kind of minivan you have. Sienna, t- Toyota Sienna. Nice. Yeah, I did a. I actually did a digital tour bus video. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and I told him I was like, I only have a minivan. Is that cool? He's like, Yeah, that's fine. Uh, he's That's like, you'd be amazing. surprised. He's like, I'll, he's like, I'll like uh, do videos with people's like cars and shit. You know, like if it's like a solo acoustic. Dude, when acts. I when when I played with this band that did a few shows with Andrew WK one time, and uh-huh. he toured, he played those shows in a Toyota Yaris. Yeah, like just a tiny little car that he just took himself to every show. Dude, and if you if you're cool with the other bands on tour, you guys yeah. can share gear. That's what we did. And yep. like we're like I said, we're goons. We don't mind like being cramped up. Like mm-hmm. our our van is cramped up. Is it like a five, what is it, seven-seater? Uh, it's got, like, we took out the seats in the back so we oh, can okay. fit everything. So it's just a, yeah. So it's just four-seater. Got it. But I, it usually has, like, more seats in the back. Sure. Um, yeah, we did the, I did that digital tour bus thing, and I just, I, it was like a total joke. Like, I messed around the whole time. I said that, like, we put all the gear on top of the car, <laughs> and, like, the whole backspace, I, like, put up, like, a bunch of Disney posters, and, like, That's made crazy. it, I saw, like, this is, like, my zen zone. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just messed around. But, um. What a trip. God, you guys must pay nothing for gas. No, that's the other thing. Gas, dude. Gas is so Remember, much better. I remember Venetia Fair, we had a 15 passenger. We had, like, the bunks and shit, and then we yeah. had a 7 by 14 trailer. And we always just find a place to sleep. Mm. I mean, like now, you know, we'll get Motel 6s and stuff. Sure. And I come home with a good amount of money for That's like so somebody sick. that like at my level yeah. should be making. That's great. Yeah. So I Make save a work. lot. Yeah. It works a lot. I'm trying to think. Um, good tour stories. Well, you got to have some stuff. You got to have like. I a wish good... Danny was here because he would, he would know. He would remember. <laughs> um, give me some, give me a, a, a Donnie story. Donovan. He's so easy, man. <laughs> Wait, like a story like that involves Donovan? Yeah, give me, like, just tell me a Donnie story. Okay. Well, it's this, so easy. He's this, like, he always makes me laugh, everything that that dude does. This this happened, uh, I guess this is funny. I don't know if it's that, uh, I don't know if it's that entertaining or not. Um, but we were supposed to play some shows in Texas, and that ended up not happening. Right. And, uh, you know, like, okay, well, let's try to have fun then, right? Uh-huh. So me and the other guy, um, Mundo, mm-hmm. you know, Mundo, Ken, right? Yeah. Ken. I, I haven't met him in person. I just know of him. Super yet. nice guy. I had just met him for okay. like, cause he was there and then Kurt had left. So it was just me, Ken and Donovan. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm like a bad influence. So I'm like, Ken, let's get, let's get rowdy, you know, let's go get some claws or something. <laughs> and Ken's like, wait, really? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we were just like in the hotel and I ended up getting like super, um, Super drunk. <laughs> and uh, I guess it was like three in the morning. I guess I was talking Donovan's ear off like for hours and hours yeah, and hours. Yeah. 
And then it was like three in the morning or something. And school of rock was on the TV. Like I just turned the TV on yeah. and school of rock was on. And I, and then I just wouldn't shut up. Like <laughs> I was talking throughout the entire movie and, uh, I was just so drunk. I had no idea that I was being so annoying. I think I had that experience with him the other night. Cause I <laughs> got way too high at his house and stayed up till like two in the morning talking to him about shit. But Donovan does like to talk. He, he he's loves a chatter. it, dude. Yeah. He always, uh, he'll, he'll like kind of pay attention. And then all of a sudden you'll say something. He goes, I know. Right. Yeah. Dude? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember, um, Anyways, like the next day, Donovan and Ken just kept on like making fun of me, saying that I wouldn't shut up during the movie uh-huh. and just like how annoying <laughs> I was being. Yeah. And, th- and then to make it up for <laughs> to make it up to them, because I kind of felt bad. I was like, oh, man, like I was being a little bit too much the other night. I gave both of those guys like pretty good back massages. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I-, I think they forgot all about it. I think oh, they- <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, they like, no, it was like really like intense back massages. Like Donovan was like, oh, 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 yeah, right there, right there. <laughs> oh. And I think they just, I think uh, I-, I got a clean slate with them. Did they tell you to like <laughs> shut up or anything when you were talking? Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like there was a few nights after that where we were watching movies. They're like, wow, we're surprised like that you're not talking right now. Dude, I can't (laughs) wait to like hang with you and everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to piss everyone off. Yeah, we might. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was with, um, I kind of told you a little bit before about like my first experiences with that. Actually, it was really kind of my first experience with that. I guess that scene, Uh like the scene that you're kind of in right now is like, you know, the DGD, Hail the Sun, that kind of group. Yep, the uh, Swan Corps. The Swan Corps. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, But my first experience with them is they just, it was similar because I would never shut up. Yeah. And I was always making jokes. And they were like, dude, we don't know you. It was <laughs> 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 like yeah. that kind of thing. It took a little bit. I'm really lucky that, like, my friends are like me. Mm-hmm. So, like you, you know? Right. Like, I'm I'm lucky because we don't annoy each other. Like we just kind of egg each other on, and it's right. just like funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's been a lot of funny stuff. It's really too much to remember. I know, dude. It's, I'm it's sorry to put you on the spot. A, it's all such a blur. Yeah, I know. There's <laughs> a lot. Well, I can tell the story about. Um, oh God, I know there was. I fe- oh, I got one for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, it's not really as much of a story for everyone else, but I think you'd appreciate it. Uh Uh-huh. Me and Donnie were going through pictures the other night looking for old tour pictures from when we toured together a while ago. Uh Uh-huh. And I came across a video of you. Really? At that Worcester show I met you at. Oh, wow. Outside the venue. I think we were all drunk. You had a video? I have a video (laughs) of you. So you can show it Freestyling. Oh! And Kurt is beatboxing. Oh! So I think Kurt must have been pretty drunk too because he yeah. was like intensely beatboxing. Yeah. But it was really bad. Dude, <laughs> that's so good. Okay, that reminds me. Uh, we played in Salt Lake one time, me and Kurt. And Salt Lake is always like the worst market yeah, for us. Yeah, tough. And there was like <laughs> hardly anyone there to, to begin with. And it was the last show of the tour, so we didn't really care anyways. And at the end of Kurt's set, uh, he just, he was like, I think he might have been pretty drunk too. But he just started like messing around with his little beat thing, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Get up, get up here, Andres! Come on, come on!" And I was like, "Okay." Like their set was already done. 
he was just fucking around he was just fucking around and he just kept on like beat like messing around with these beats or whatever Uh and then i was just freestyling and we were just up there for like 10 20 minutes and people were just leaving like (laughs) they they weren't even gonna like wait for us to be over like they just yeah they just started (laughs) somehow that always ends up happening alan's actually a pretty good freestyler too i yeah Yeah. i i saw a video on his instagram of him freestyling yeah not that i am good like sometimes i'll have like a few i'll have a few good lines like here and there but for the most part it's not that great (laughs) i think one time um I love those. The, some of the best memories are the shows that no one gave a shit. Yeah. Right? Like, we did this one show. Because you had to show. do something to make it fun. Yeah. Like, we played this one show in, like, some random-ass town in upstate New York. Like, mm-hmm. not near a city. It was a filler date. This was with Venetia Fair. Okay. And I legitimately think there might... It was a bar. Mm-hmm. And we did horrible at 21+. Plus. And I think there was eight <laughs> people. Yeah. And I don't think they any of them were there for us. Of course. Maybe two of them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so... I set up my piano in the middle of the room facing the stage. We put the drum set facing the back wall and everyone else played facing me and I would just play and clap and cheer them on. Oh, like you were the audience. Yeah. Oh, and then, that's cool. <laughs> and then we um, we did a guitar solo battle between me on my keyboard. I had a great guitar solo sound. Yeah. And our guitarist Chuck at the time on guitar. And the entire time they were just like, dude, like, can you guys stop? Like, yeah. Can you stop? Lying? Yeah, yeah. We're just like no. <laughs> and at that point, at that point, you feel really unwelcomed. You're like, Damn. I didn't care. It's like, well, this was a door deal show. We're not making any money. We're never coming back here. Yeah. Like we loaded all our gear in. We might as well just fuck around and do shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that that reminds me. There, I feel like some of the best stories are probably the ones where you're like playing the shitty shows, kind of like you said, where you're coming up. One of the first tours I ever, I ever did as a like solo act like as i rebranded or whatever mm-hmm. i i booked this tour myself and i had like a friend who could who booked me like a show at some random bar in uh like louisiana okay and it was like in the middle of nowhere i had no idea what to expect i thought like the show all the shows are pretty bad you know it was my first ever tour right right all the shows are pretty shitty so this one i was expecting to be like even worse and uh surprisingly there was i mean i thought like no one was gonna be there surprisingly there was like 10 15 people there like Mm -hmm. to see me yeah that's not bad the first person that came up to me was like this really foreign asian chick that i'd like never uh i don't know never met her and i mean like she was foreign because like her english seemed pretty you know sure sure i think she was like a student or something right and she was just like oh i love i love your stuff like i'm so excited that's crazy and this like in this bar in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana. That's nuts. And then after the show, we ended up just like the everyone like loved us there at the bar. And uh, we ended up just like hanging out with the locals. And there was this dude in a wheelchair who was like, hey, can I take a picture with you guys? And we were like, yeah, sure. And he pulls his guns out. And he's just <laughs> like, we, he's like, he, like, he's in a wheelchair. And he's just like this with his guns, you know, Holy like holding them up shit. like he's a gangster. And the guy, the bartender, was like, he kept on feeding us these like strawberries that he had injected with alcohol. Oh, he's that's like, amazing. all you got to do is just eat these strawberries and you'll get drunk. God, this makes <laughs> me miss touring like that so fucking random much. Random shit, dude. dude. Just random. You shit. made me think of two other stories. I'm only gonna tell you one because it's <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Like we played a show in Arkansas, um, in Little Rock. Yeah. Same thing. It was actually a good show. Dude, I played there for the first time recently, and it was a good show. Yeah, like yeah. decent little town, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's, a, that's a cute little town. Yeah. So we played the show. We ended up hanging out with everyone. It was pretty wild. Our guitarist, like, 
went off with these dudes. He's like, hey, we got booze at our place. <laughs> of course. So he went and he was like, oh, we'll just bring it back to the venue. Like, come with us. And he goes down this like street, like way further away than he thought. Mm. Opens a door and it's just a cement room. And there's it. It was just like guns and money. Oh wow! Like everywhere. Oh wow! And he was like, and they just went over, grab shit out of there, and just came back. <laughs> Dude, like, and you never know, like who, what kind of person you're gonna meet, like who you're gonna. Meet. I know, man. Especially when they're at a show, because you're just like, oh, they're at a show. Like they must be kind of like me. It's so crazy, <laughs> dude. Like people, it it's interesting to when you meet people in the way that where they're like there to see you. Yeah. And they almost like, I don't know if it's like they want you to like them or. Yeah. Or I don't know what it is, and I wouldn't. I'm not like you know saying like don't do that or anything. I uh-huh. get it, but um. Then you like when you get to know someone and you find out who they are, it's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> sometimes <it's> like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know our band had these kind of fans, yeah, <laughs> and I bet, yeah, I, I, you know? I bet, yeah, yeah, it's great, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good stuff, yeah, all right, well, anyway, dude, thank you for coming on, absolutely, um, thanks for having me. Before we wrap up, is there any anything that you'd want to promote right now, or where can people find you on the internet and stuff? Uh, you can find me on most, uh, I mean, social medias, uh, right. at Andres A. Musica. So A-N-D-R-E-S-A music and then another A. Good. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm just working on a new album. I got a lot of music out there on Spotify. You can just type in my name, A-N-D-R-E-S. Uh, got a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. That's about it. Just working on a new album. Sweet. All right, yeah. dude. Well, no, thank no you. No touring for me. No touring yet. <laughs> I'm the only artist. Yeah. <laughs> that, All right, dude. That thanks. has to deal with this. <laughs> All right. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. 
Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.